Hey everybody, wake up, it's time for Stoner Morning Show. Sit back, relax, smoke them if you got them. And now, Stoner Morning Show. Cool. Yeah, I think it's too I think they we might be getting to the part two part. Yeah. I'm not sure. But um, um, let's talk a little bit, because there is a range of emotions that those songs encompass. And, you know, partly because it was an emotional year you were living in. Yeah. Um, Glass fell apart again. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you do much thinking about what songs were going to be included on it? Or these were sort of... That's they, pretty they much came what I out. had. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much what I had. I didn't have that many more songs. I'm not... I wish I was... Pro, like, I heard a story from this lady, Sharon Rogers, who was Prince's engineer during mm-hmm. the Purple Rain era. Mm-hmm. She said he'd write a song every 24 to 48 hours. Jeez, yeah. Like, write, record, mix, you know, finish right. a song yeah. every 48 hours at it, least. It's amazing how much is in those archives or the, the vault God. that... Supposedly, some things are damaged from, like, water damage and stuff. Oh, that's too bad. But also, supposedly, he, there's things that he doesn't want released, you oh. know? Um, yeah, yeah. I heard that he recorded... He had a song that he recorded once because, uh, uh, like, the worst breakup of his life. He recorded a song that day, and it was super painful. And then wow. he just he recorded the whole thing, mixed it, mastered it, engineered everything, played right. all the parts, and then immediately deleted it as oh. soon as it was done. Wow. Yeah. Um, so that's wild. I don't know. Did you know the, um, you know, the, I'm not a huge Calvin and Hobbes fan. I, I read it and laugh, oh, but I, there, I, yeah. I don't know. The, people get mad when I say like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't love it. I don't know. But it is good. Yeah. But um, the writer and artist of that, Bill Waterston, Bill I think. Yeah. Um, supposedly, I read something a while ago that he's been teaching himself oil, how to paint in oil. And his goal was to paint a thousand pictures and destroy all of them. Wow. Which is, yeah. He's a special dude. I mean, he fought. I mean, he'd be a billionaire from all the Calvin and Hobbes merch that could be made. Sure, but he didn't want to license it out as... Never. Yeah, yeah. Never. I think the only thing he's he ever done is release... He didn't want bed sheets and, and lunchboxes. He didn't want it. I think yeah. the only thing he's ever done is release the books, the collections. Oh, yeah. Like, there's not even posters or anything or like... I respect it, man, because to me, that's the quintessential American comic strip. I know some people would say Peanuts. And actually, my favorite one is For Better or For Worse. Uh-huh. Which is, remember that one? It was like sort of kind like of, a soap yeah, opera yeah. one right. about a family. It was funny, but it was more, way more like realistic. Right. That was always my favorite comic strip. Nobody seems to know it, but I read it like crazy when I was a kid. That's my favorite one, but Calvin and Hobbes is special, dude. I read all those collections when I was young. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I respect I respect the heart of that. I don't know if I have that much integrity. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know if I would have if I had a comic strip. I don't know if I would have been like never put it on anything. I uh, probably been like, yeah, all right, let's do it. You know, um, that's I respect that. Yeah, that's respect. But it's also so f- sort of rooted in like childhood memories. It's like it's a different thing than just sacred. Better for better or worse. You know, do you think Neil Young and Prince ever? hung out are there any anecdotes about those two guys i just, just googled up? them last night right. i don't know to yeah. add their names together right I don't, they have to have met and right. they had to have loved isn't neil other. young from somewhere near minnesota yeah he's from canada i don't know uh, what part of canada but yeah he's from canada that's yeah i always feel like 
anywhere in Canada is close to Minnesota. Yeah, they're the same era. They're the yeah. same age. I mean, Neil Young was in a band with, I think the, one of the first bands he was in, he was in it with Rick James. Oh, wow. And he has an R&B album, I think at least one called Are You Passionate? with an r&b band so he definitely appreciated that kind of music right and he appreciated they i mean they're both i would think prince who's a little younger than neil young i would think yeah i, I, I would guess he probably appreciated neil I'm young sure yeah. they have so many I was, I was writing this last night like they have some they're both filmmakers and actors mm-hmm. like prince i think produced and created a couple films right so did neil young has acted in a few things um both has done movie soundtracks right Prince did Batman, Neil Young did Dead Man, and I think a couple other things. Oh, One of yeah. my favorite songs of his is from the movie Philadelphia. It's called Philadelphia. But then the Springsteen song won the Oscar, which I don't think is nearly as good uh, a song. It's called The Streets of Philadelphia. Right. Which is, I respect the boss, but Philadelphia is a way better song. Yeah. But so they both. I'll have made, to listen to it, yeah. They film, they're both like, you know, um, temperamental wonderkins. Um, I'm sure Neil Young plays at least guitar and piano. He probably can play every instrument. Right, right. And and so can Prince. Um, They've probably produced albums. I don't know that Neil Young Maybe. ever produced his right. own stuff. That's interesting. I don't know that, but Prince has. And I don't know. That I would Neil buy Young, it if he did. I'd yeah. be like, oh yeah, I I see that. Yeah, I know Neil Young wrote songs that. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, at the very least, have used, but right. I, and Buffalo Springsfield, but I don't know if he ever wrote songs to give to other people like Prince did. Oh, Prince yeah. did quite a bit of that. Right. But, and... He also, do you know the story about um, Prince and Journey, the Don't Stop Believing? No. I guess parts of Purple Rain are pretty close to, maybe, no, n- not Don't Stop Believing, it's um, Faithfully. Oh, yes, yes. And he... Um, heard faithfully and he was inspired to write purple rain or parts of purple rain and he asked the permission of the guy who wrote it who i think is the guitarist of journey and he was like he already knew who prince was and he was like oh yeah definitely wow and he always said he always said it was like uh like he felt moved that his song helped inspire this Prince song. That might be my favorite Journey song, that or um, Open Arms. Mm-hmm. I, c- I can't remember how it goes now, but I like that one too. Faithfully. Um, yeah. I, I just th- like the idea of an artist approaching an artist who they don't even know each other and just like, hey, I like this. I think Prince yeah. really respects musicians, which is, it's a, that's a weird thing when like, with Prince, you don't hear it as much with Prince, probably because he's dead. But like, or with Kanye West, mm-hmm. like those are people that people call arrogant, or they're. But I feel like they're constantly deferential. Oh right, yeah. To other musicians, like if they respect them, like all the time. But whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into a Kanye rant right here. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, well, arrogance is also a dirty way to say ability you know in a, in a way or the fact that you think you have ability right and you're not and you're not like falsely modest about it like i heard prince was asked once what's your favorite music to listen to and he said mine awesome <laughs> i feel the yeah. same way no right. I, my music is not my favorite to listen to but i definitely like listening to my yeah, own yeah. stuff i enjoy it and i don't I heard an interview once with Samuel Jackson, and he's he's like, man, I love watching my stuff. I uh-huh. love watching. I hear right. actors say all the time they don't like watching my own movies. They're liars. I could see Samuel Jackson enjoying. I'd watch him watch him on screen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I've never gotten that when people yeah. are like, I don't like watching myself. I'm just like, this is, this is why I'm doing this because right. I like it. And I like doing it 
and then and and I like my own stuff. I bet that notion I don't watch myself on screen might come a little bit from like cuz theater acting is different than movie acting and I bet I l- a lot of it came from people who was just like, "Oh, I had to take this role." You know what I mean? Like this is a silly movie oh, and I don't want to you know what I, I mean I want to see it maybe yeah. yeah I mean sometimes I'll cringe watching things for sure I, I do because you know maybe I'm being very vulnerable or very open at, like and I'm revealing something I don't really want people to know but I had to right you know uh, or, or something or I'm just doing something that I'm like wow I went far there yeah. that's hard to watch like I get that but I can stomach that I can get through that yeah, like, yeah. I'm having I don't know but it, I also feel I feel like Maybe I think that because if you did something that you really did enjoy and you were proud of it, you would want to see it. Yeah. I, it is weird because actors say that. I, I never hear, you don't hear a musician saying like, oh, I've never listened to any of, I put it out there, I, at least that, not that I know of. A little bit. Sometimes I say they'll listen to it a lot. Yeah. And then when it's out, they don't listen to it anymore. Mm-hmm. Like they're listening to it to, to critique it and then they're moving on. Yeah. Which is that I get. Like I'm moving on. I don't sure. Have to oh, yeah. Back, yeah. You know. And I'd imagine if you're creating like a huge volume of things, and per- perhaps, but yeah, that's that's so that's such a Prince thing to say. Right. But I'm thinking somebody who's also paying attention to everything, to all other kinds of music. Uh, I think you know. Well, if he wrote songs for other people, which he did, he has to be aware of what's going on and appreciate yeah. them and like them. Yeah, and, and you know. This would be a good song for Stevie Nicks, for exactly. example, right? Yeah, yeah. And the other two things uh, with Prince and, and Neil Young is that they're such hybrids of so many genres. Mm-hmm. Um, it's less obvious maybe with Neil Young, but he's doing country, blues, folk, right, and right. rock and roll. And it just sounds like Neil Young. Mm-hmm. Like, and the same thing with and Prince. Gr- and grunge. And grunge. You say grunge, he Basically yeah. invented it, right. you know? And like same with Prince. Prince is doing, even sometimes hip-hop, he's doing funk, he's right. doing... He's doing rock and roll. He's doing new wave. He's doing um, I forget soul. What, I forget what album it was. It was an early one, I think. I think it was. I think a pre Purple Rain song or album. And there was a country ish song. Oh, on sure. And it but it wasn't like Neil Young country, but it was just you could. I don't. For me, I thought oh, this definitely. He's going for country, yeah, light or esque in a way. And that era, especially because he would have been with. Um, Lisa and Wendy, oh, yeah, who yeah. were responsible, I think, for bringing a lot of the more white influences into his life because I think he was like super funk mm-hmm. based at that time. So, like, they say that's why those albums are so bright and those Purple Rain Air albums because he had those influences oh, yeah. with those girls mm-hmm. and they were they're super kind of uh, big music nerds themselves, right? Um, yeah, so. I, I don't know. I don't know how we got into Prince and Neil Young, but I just... I, just well, I think you both. brought it up. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was yeah. something about emotion you were asking me before. And I oh, well, just uh, there's a lot of different emotions in those songs on your album. Um, and I guess, like, knowing that it was inspired indirectly by your mom, your mom's last year, um, I don't know, it's a very rich thing about it. Yeah, I, I don't. I wasn't thinking about it at the time that I'm gonna make it now. Uh, maybe I was. I don't know, but I was just definitely thinking like, you know, when I was I was home with my mom for like seven months or something, mm-hmm. six or seven months, and in that time, I I was the one thing I was doing was recording a lot of songs 
that nobody's ever heard. Yeah. And um, and then I just I was kind of in that mode already when I came back. So I was just doing that when I came back, and it was therapeutic. Um, there was a couple times where I just needed to. I just stood on the street corner and wrote this. I think a lot of the songs are just like. I, the song hit me and I just stood on the street corner and wrote it right, right there on my phone. Like it's quite a few of those songs are like that. It's a very conflicting time. I feel like where you had the ability to be artistically very active, but you had that ability because you were living with your mom and helping her out during yeah. that like low point you know yeah it was hard it's kind of sad because like she and i were fighting a lot which is kind of the reason i i left mm-hmm. she and i were fighting a lot and so i was hiding in my room a lot like i would do whatever i needed to do to take care of her like make her food or whatever take her wherever she needed to go but we were arguing a lot so i would hide in my room a lot and i would end up just writing a lot of songs yeah. and uh, i don't know what's the chicken or the egg i don't know if i was hiding in my room because i was because i wanted to write songs or if i was writing songs i was hiding in my room right i don't know it's it's a it's a little bit of a blur i don't really remember that time very well probably because it was so sad yeah well, cancer is rough it uh you know it's uh it makes for um an environment where families can fight yeah there wasn't that much of it at that time you know me and my or not I can but even just the do i don't you know what i mean like yeah it wasn't bad it wasn't emotions like are just turned turned up turned up high yeah it was i think it was a little bit more heightened than normal i think me and my mom just didn't get along that well in close proximity mm-hmm. from far away we got along really great while right. we were in new york but in close proximity i think i scare her a little bit because the way I live my life is so unconventional. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, like I'm. I don't even want to. So unconventional, but you know, it's just not. There's nothing. Uh, um, it's all intuitive and not practical uh-huh. at all. There's nothing really practical about the way I live my life. I'm not really concerned about making money. I'm not. I don't want to dress nice or look nice. <laughs> I don't want right. to look bad. I just want to look like myself. I want to comfortable. Yeah, comfortable and like I have things I want to express. Like yeah. I'm not wearing these shorts for no reason. Like they make me feel happy and right. make me feel like free, you know? So I'm It's a sunny day in October. You're holding on to Exactly. Warmth. Yeah. So I'm wearing these these high pink shorts, you yeah. know, and I and 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 uh, things like that didn't bother her. Right. It, it, but it was more just that I uh, that I was um you know, just unconventional. Yeah. I didn't care about making money i didn't i seemed to want to throw everything away you know the second my and like uh, here's some and again this isn't something my mom was against at all it's just an example i think of her being like what is with this guy like you know i never gotten a big chunk of money uh, my dad gave me five grand and he got five grand i don't know where he gave it to me mm-hmm. and immediately the second i got it i, was, I know what i'm gonna do and right. i bought clown classes yeah the yeah second <laughs> <laughs> i spent three grand on clown classes the second i got that money right. i didn't even wait like, yeah that's just and so that's who i am and i think for my mom in close proximity she's a little bit like what is hap- what is going to happen to my son mm-hmm. from far off she can kind of see me working towards something sure, yeah. and can get it but like which is kind kind of the one of the things i don't know if it's weird to say but like with my mom pat being gone now i think one of the the things that gives me some sort of sauce is that from wherever she I, I believe she can see me and where from her vantage now she can look and go oh that's what he was trying uh, right. to do like I think hopefully I make more sense to her now because I I think 
when she was alive, she was just like, hmm. Right. Like, what? Yeah. I guess, <laughs> you know. Well, uh, we're getting uh, in some ways maybe deeper and personal than I than I expected. But <laughs> yes. I um, I have had conversations with somebody who does mediumship. Oh, wow. Um, Is my that what it's called? Mediumship? I think so. But um, according to this person, you know, who does meet with people and sort of, you know, talks about um, people who have passed. And that she's done this with with me as well. This is Jacqueline's mom. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. Um, she was here once visiting, gave me kind of an unexpected reading from my mother who passed away years ago. Yes. And I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty interesting. Like, said some, you know, on point things, I guess. Yes. But what she says is that, you know, worldly worries have washed away and there is more sort of clear understanding from from people who have passed but um mm-hmm. speaking of of family i'm interested if since the album has come out if family members have reached out and said anything specific about it to you almost my, i know my dad likes it yeah my dad incessantly likes my stuff on my facebook and instagram which mm-hmm. i do appreciate yeah but otherwise, it's been sort of a weird year with family, so uh, almost no one has reached out. Right. Um, which I also find kind of weird. But it's, you know, we've lost. We lost my grandmother and my mom within two, three months. Right. So it's been a weird year, and so nobody has reached out. Yeah, I don't know. And I think it's also not weird for them. Like, it's sort of weird for the world to oh, see sure. that I have an album out, but like... I've been making songs and making art and doing nothing but that my entire life. Yeah. So I don't think for them they're like, oh, wow. I think maybe to them it's just really normal. Like, yeah. Oh, Ralph's still doing Ralph, still doing whatever he's doing. Well, um, again, the album is I'm trying to get my life live together. Trying to get my life together. And yeah. uh, I do recommend either the video version or the audio only version get both stream it watch it then buy it uh i know you have projects coming up that we're gonna you want to talk about but let's is there any story specific story of a song on the album you'd like to share let me think uh we definitely can talk about um your uh my shirt is off challenge which i haven't done yet and i've oh, been oh, meaning to i actually okay. wanted to do it outside i'm flattered and more i'm flattered more by the people who haven't done it than have because i like a lot of the people i know that see me are like i'm, I'm meaning to do <laughs> oh, it oh yeah yeah which to me is more flattering than anything just right that it's on people's mind yeah that makes that makes part of the reason good. i've been he- hesitant to do it is because i didn't know how to shoot it by myself yeah like yeah, i need yeah. to Anyway, get a friend. yeah, yeah. Um, but is that the most joyful song on the album? Um, actually, nobody ever talks about "Runneth Over," and I like that song mm-hmm. a lot. I love that song. That's my that I think that's my favorite song, and nobody ever talks about it. Yeah. I don't, um, but that song's for you then. Yeah, I guess. that's that's mine. I guess. Damn. Um, but yeah, to me, that's the most joyful because it sounds like 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 you'd find it in like a go-go room mm-hmm. in the '60s, like right. like stripper music, like. I think it's really wild, but um, my shirt is off. I don't know. I think that song belongs more to the people than it does to me. I'm sort of, I'm sort of not even. 
it's a I, it's a fun phrase like celebratory phrase yeah my shirt is off send me to heaven it just occurred to well yeah i'll tell that story so my friend um Jer- uh, jericho was in a band called tight fright he's a stand-up uh and he was in a band called tight fright um there was kind of like a fun they're not a comedy band but they're they're all comedians in it and it's a like a fun kind of they're kind of hardcore but very party yeah. atmosphere and um they that's did a show at the a Nitty. band of comedians that's yeah a, yeah i think there's a few of those yeah and he he did a um they did a show at the knitting factory and so i went and this was like during that period during that low period glasses came apart um during that low kind when of you say your glasses I th- we should clarify it's the sh- glasses strap yeah it's the kind of croquet strap yeah. that i use to keep them on like when i'm riding my bike or whatever yeah. Um, they they're they're really old now. So I don't want I people to, to think replace. you broke a chair and glasses. <laughs> <laughs> no, they just the croquet just like naturally slips off, right? Because they're so old and they, they've lost their grip. But um, so I went to the show and it was really really fun and wild and it was like dancing from the beginning and before it happened. Oh yeah, I remember the story now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And before it happened, before the show started, you're just in this room in the knitting factory and there's this guy who was kind of being obnoxious like walking around and then this other guy comes out and he's like hey i'm the promoter tie fries coming out in a little bit but i just want you to know this uh this guy the promoter he stole everybody's money and like oh, everybody's wow. kind of turning like what, what? right like i don't know what you guys want to do but this guy stole everyone's money i don't, I don't know what to tell you right but and like i would have fallen for it except the guy who came out was big jay okerson oh yeah and i recognized <laughs> him but almost nobody else did right but uh like i told you they're all comics. comedian yeah yeah so like Otherwise, I would have fallen for right. it. Right. But so the guy came out and did that like three times, and then everybody was getting a little bit more and more hostile. <laughs> right. Like he wasn't in danger, but it was like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, yeah. And then finally, and then it, it was like, okay, okay, okay. And then, the, and then the show came out, and they, they came out, and the show started, and um, it was just wild and fun. And by the end of it, like people are like, throw beer cans at me, give me, I need a drink. Right. People are chucking their beer cans. It's like, yeah, get up on stage. So I'm up on stage with my like. At, by this point, my shirt off, sweating, dancing behind this band. They're rocking. Lights are going. It's a huge room. It's probably, you know, four, three hundred, four hundred people in this right. room. It was rocking. Maybe 200. I don't know. But uh, it was rocking hard. And I'm just like, it's not the, my kind of music, but I'm having a great time. And my friend Mandela Skia that I make uh, music with and work with, he texts me. And he was just like, hey, man, what's going on? What are you doing? Like, where are you at? Yeah. Where, you know, he was somewhere else. And I text him back my shirt is off send me to heaven you know because i was just having it was just euphoric i was having right. so much fun and then mandela texts me back nigga that's a song <laughs> yeah. and then i was just like wow that is a song right and i and so i just that song is just me retroactively trying to reverse engineer a song that deserves that title yeah yeah um and that's and that's what came out and i, I really like that song because to me that song is about a feeling too but as much as any of the other ones because i'm not really talking about anything i'm just this raps are very silly, right? But it's about that feeling that I had, and and what that made me say those words, and trying to turn that feeling into a song, yeah. Um, which I think is a really fun exercise. So, it's it, it's beautiful to me that people like that song because it means I succeeded in turning this feeling of like I'm 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 having a really shitty time in life, but I have this one moment of like euphoria and and joy and fun. And I was able to not like, enough of those, yeah, yeah. And I was able to transmit that into a song so that other people could feel that same emotion, like that. Yeah, that means everything to me. That's like, that's like, uh, as a rapper and as a composer songwriter, like 
because it means I was able to like create a melody that sustains that feeling, and I was able to write raps mm-hmm. that aren't about anything. Uh, 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 and I'm saying like ridiculous things, and I was able to sustain that yeah. feeling. And that's sort of why I'm saying those things too, because I I, I want to say jokes and funny things that make people giddy, you know? Right. Like uh, I don't think people ever understand this line, but when I say ex- expressing joy like LeBron on the talcum, but you know, because oh he does sure, that yeah, thing yeah, yeah, at the top of the games. But I also thought like, man, I. I bet if LeBron ever did cocaine, which is kind of the euphemism <laughs> right, for right. talcum, if he ever did cocaine, he'd probably be he'd like, probably, Woo! yeah, you yeah. Know? Um, so I'm, just, yeah, it's just a whole song of me just trying to say things that make people giddy right. in the same way. Well, it means something to you. It just doesn't communicate exactly what you live to other people because it's all metaphor. I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, I don't I know totally what I'm trying to say about songs. Saying, yeah, but it, it is it is a cool like I think that's the coolest part of like. Some would say some people say like painting and music are very close together, and they're probably the two of the purest art forms because it is purely about an emotion, and you decide how much context and and, and real references to right. real things mm-hmm. you need or don't need in order to transmit that just that pure feeling into somebody else. Yeah, how do I give you this feeling that I have? Like that's so cool to me. I just love that, and the fact that you can do that with a rap song. And 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 especially because the 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 spectrum of feelings that you can get in a rap song seem limited, right? So the fact that I can like transmit like pure giddy joy and euphoria in a rap song that to me is so dope. Well, maybe maybe this recording will maybe this recording will inspire some random person to partake in the hashtag my shirt is off challenge yes perhaps. my shirt is off challenge you yeah. can do it on on whatever social media just right. take your you, so the way you do it is you get a friend you find a light an overhead light somewhere just any light in your house or whatever or you could do the sun yeah and play the song my shirt is off send me to heaven it's on my album trying to get my life together you can find it streaming anywhere titled spotify apple music amazon youtube whatever Find the song by Precious Gorgeous. Find the song, play it, and have your friend record you dancing to the song. And then the, when the part comes, they say, my shirt is off, send me to heaven. You say it too. And then your friend will pan from you into whatever the, the light source. The light source right. So it looks like you're going D- to heaven. Ascending, yeah. Yeah, and then post that on your yeah. social media. Um, what's You've got some shows coming up. Let's let's talk about those a little bit. Um, yeah, I have a show on my I don't like revealing this. I don't know why of all the things that I want to reveal. But on my birthday oh. at the Footlight on November nineteenth, um, at the Footlight the bar, reason, the reason you don't want to reveal it be- is because it's a in a way a ma- manipulative way to get people to come out, and you feel guilty uh, for, for yeah. doing it. Uh, is that it? Yeah, I just I've always been weird about birthday celebration. Like oh, I, I have like been my too. birthday, but yeah. I don't care to pull anybody else into it. Right. You know, and I've av- the, my last few birthdays, I've avoided a few things, and I mm. feel like for this next one, it, in March, I might do something like definitive for it. I don't know. We'll set a plan to do that. Yeah, I want to be so part that's, of that. So as that's well. Footlight. Yeah, yeah. Footlight on November nineteenth. I'm. Uh, uh, it's Steve Genty and his f- buddy Selmo. They were kind enough to to um, to 
book me on that show. And is then that on, one a fundraiser? I th- I feel like I saw one of her, one or two of them are the fundraiser, fundraiser is tomorrow. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, yeah. Th- uh, and then uh, there's another one that's an art auction that's kind of a fundraiser, and that's on the 9th of November. If, the, if this is out then, mm-hmm. and then the, the next one is on the November 19th uh, at the Footlight Bar in Bushwick, and then the and then uh, I'm on a show. I don't really know the theme yet, but it's there's gonna be a coat drive for for the homeless December 7th at. Um, Bowery Electric. And these are all on your website? They're all on my Instagram. Yeah. They're not on yeah. my website yet. Right. I'm, I'm slacking on that. I need to put them on my website. Well, your you can see them on my Instagram. Instagram is accessible through your website, so it's all For sure. out there. Yeah. For sure. Um, yep. Well, very exciting um, exciting stuff in the past and in the future. Yeah. You've got a Christmas album or mixtape that you're releasing? Yeah, so that, that, too? Yeah. that project I talked about before, um, um, Everybody Dies from a Bullet, Everyone Dies from a Bullet. The inverse project is coming out at Christmas. We never finished the original idea. I would like to do that sometime in the future with Noah. Um, but the inverse project is coming out. The inverse is now instead of classic hip-hop songs with blues, rock and roll, country covers, um, this is classic rock and roll songs hip and hip-hop covers. So I haven't said this to anybody yet, but so it's like... I find a classic hip hop beat, and then I do a cover of a song that everybody knows and loves uh, uh, right. over that. Mm. Nobody's heard any of them yet. Maybe I'll play one for you after yeah, after yeah. we're done. But um, so that is coming out this Christmas. It's my Christmas album, and uh, it's just very fun and very light and kind of silly. But like, I think it's really really cool. Um, so that's coming out. That'll be out probably Christmas Day or a few days before Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Everyone dies from a bullet. Part one. If you've got something to say, say it with precious, gorgeous Ralph Jean Pierre. That um, concludes this this iteration of Stoner Morning Show. Yes. Yeah. This is awesome. I Thank think, you so uh, much. I think we nailed this. Yes. I don't know if we nailed it, but we did this, this. This is what we did. This and is that's enough. What, yeah, yeah. Just nailing we did this, this right now. Is, is that's great. good. All right. All right. Signing off. This has been another excellent episode of Stoner Morning Show. Thanks for listening. Follow us on social media at Stoner Morning Show. Tell your friends. And puff puff pass. Puff puff pass.